ways I kept love and lost And I still believe in God we trust And the pain of my forefathers granted us I hope it's not too late to save America Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by Eternal Affairs Media.com. I'm your host, Dan. And in today's December 13th, 2021, forgive me, I'm fighting a bad chest cold. My voice is not the same. It's very hoarse, but stick with it. We'll get through this. Uh, it's not a long show, but it's also very important. The headline of the show is We Are the News Now with Dan Hennon. This is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and the show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. Well, like I said earlier, I've got a horse poise. I'm battling a chest cold. Uh, we're going to get through this fairly quickly. But once again, lots to cover today. Let's start off with Mr. Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows um, filed a legal lawsuit saying now that he's going to sue Nancy Pelosi and the January 6th committee. Remember, he wasn't cooperating at first, or he was. And then he says, you know what, I'm not going to cooperate at all. I'm done with this January 6th shenanigans. It was a setup. It was infiltrated by Antifa and these sorts of thugs. And they spun it around to make it look like it was Trump protesters. Remember, the Trump fans were there for a rally and nothing to do with the commotion there at the Capitol. They were able to blame it on them. So now he's going to go back and sue. This was announced on December 8th, <clears throat> 8th lawsuit against Nancy Pelosi and the 1-6 committee. That's that January 6th committee. He'll probably win big because of the shenanigans there that went on. Speaking of shenanigans... Jesse Smollett, the actor, this week trial completed, found guilty on five charges for planning his hoax, his race-baiting hoax, his lynching hoax. Now, during the of course of the trial, he pleaded and said this is not a hoax. Well, it obviously was. He's found guilty of it now. They have videotape of him rehearsing it the day before. <clears throat> and he was in hoping that Kamala Harris would be in full support of this. Remember, she was the one pushing to get this anti-lynching bill in Congress back several years ago when this whole thing took place. She left him out to hang and dry, hung out to dry. Jesse was on his own. No one came to support. Um, I think Kim Fox was involved with this also. Um, she got 
got out of this somehow herself. Uh, she was implicated as well uh, there in Chicago. But now it's Smollett all by himself, convicted of five of the six charges. Kind of comical. Pfizer CEO said the public will now need a fourth shot sooner than expected to fight the Omicron. This came out December 9th. Actual statement. Now, this is not comedy. This is not the Babylon Bee. This is not the Onion. The Pfizer CEO said the public now will have to go for and forego and get a fourth shot to fight the Omicron variant. And I said fourth, fourth. My voice may be raspy. But he said four. You know, um, everyone's still worried about getting the vaccine and possibly getting a booster shot. But now we're getting back to this multiple booster shots that have been talked about for months, saying this is what's going to be coming down the pipe. Booster shots, annual, quarterly, twice a year. And now here we go, the CEO himself saying you're going to need four of them. Just ridiculous. Now, there's some good video footage on the Epstein case. Um, one account that was created called the Maxwell Trial Tracker on Twitter was very good. Um, originally, when the trial started, uh, this is the person that posted that Palm Beach Police Department's video footage of them going through the house uh, back when the trial, not the first trial, but the first case, I guess, in Palm Beach, I believe it was 2009, maybe. So the footage is old. But it's videotaped footage going through the house as an inspector, as an investigator uh, from police. And so they released that and put it out there. Well, they weren't even allowing that to be released uh, when the trial started. And so that was very interesting. There was nothing too big or shocking, I don't think, with that, with that video footage. But soon afterwards, that account had over 500,000 followers and the account was shut down. Suspended. Now, why? The question now is, why was that? Just because they're showing something that was uh, already part of evidence uh, before or not? Now, some have gone on to say that that property, and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know the answer to this, is, is that Palm Beach house of his, the Epstein home, where all the shenanigans took place with the underage girls, was that home um, gutted out and bulldozed? Uh, very similar to Sandy Hook. Someone was saying that that is the case of that property isn't even there anymore. Like I said, the video footage that was taken, I believe it was 2009, back after Donald Trump um, testified against him after not allowing him onto his par property in Mar-a-Lago, but testified and says, I'll do whatever I can to help uh, investigators shut this man down. So I think it part related part to, partly to that. But I do believe that his properly, property has been bulldozed um, everything was gutted out of it, and there's nothing there, much like Sandy Hook School. Now, famed Reverend Christian speaker Joel Osteen, famous speaker, um, they found cash, cash, bundles of cash, envelopes of cash and checks in the walls, and he had a plumber out to do some work in his home, I believe that's in Houston, Texas, and they found this money stashed away. Now, that's very interesting. We covered it a little bit last week on the show last week. Uh, there was a evidence, I guess, of uh, money missing a year or two ago, and they filed a complaint wondering where the money was. And now some are thinking that maybe this was the money that was missing back then. They finally caught it. 
Um, not much you can do with the checks there, but cash really raised a lot of people's eyebrows when there was cash found in an operation like he had. Of course, um, a lot of cash would be coming in. That would certainly make sense. And um, so that's all I've got on that case, but very interesting nonetheless. When you find cash in a wealthy minister's home that uh, is driving fast cars and has a big mansion, very strange. Now, the other thing I want to touch on this week is Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes, another good guy back in the Trump administration that was given a bad rap. Trump is going to be starting, allegedly now, it looks like a social media company. And Devin Nunes has retired and said he was offered a new job at a Trump media company that is being created. And then Trump announced it later that same day that is the case, that he's the, being offered the position of, um, I think it's either the chief one of the C's, chief technical officer, or even the CEO, but Devin Nunes would be running that. Good guy, faced a lot of backlash in the Trump administration, but is a straight shooter. Congratulations to him on that new job. Trump was also in the news this week, um, also made a comment. He was speaking somewhere and it was captured on camera. Someone asked him a question about Mark Milley, and this was uh, captured on tape. December 4th, Trump responded to the question by saying he's an effing idiot. Uh, effing idiot referring to Millie. Uh, I'm using effing there, but he actually used the actual F word in the phrase. Very good, very comical um, how that happened. Keep in mind, Millie, not a good guy. Trump is right on the money here in his analysis of this um, deep state, deep state actor. Speaking of deep state, details now come out that Hunter Biden's laptop, <coughs> Hunter Biden's laptop, it shows a relationship with Hunter Biden with Fox TV's Tucker Carlson. Shows that they were friends um, and very good friends, actually. And so it goes on to stress the point that these TV personalities, they may seem good to us. <coughs> good guys, white hats. Um, even though we know Fox News is not good, many of us think that Tucker Carlson is is good. Um, Sean Hannity is good. We have to keep in mind that these people are somewhat good, but not all the way good. <coughs> so that goes to show once again that these people might be uh, a percentage good, but boy, what a what a mess now when uh, it shows that. Tucker Carlson has had a relationship, good friends going back many years with Mr. Hunter Biden. That is not good. One thing that is good, Matt Gates. Matt Gates wants the FBI to come clean regarding their involvement in January 6th. This came out on December 7th. <coughs> Excuse me. This is going to be very good to watch this. Gates is a good guy, another white hat, good guy. They went after him with some trumped-up child molestation, uh, rape charges, something like that. That was fake. It later came out that that was a setup. So watch what Gates does here. Um, good guy. He's going to go after, much like Mark Meadows, I think, to get the culprits of who's behind the January 6th insurrection. Mark Meadows is going after Nancy Pelosi in his lawsuit, and Gates is going after the FBI, saying the FBI was behind this as well, 
And part of it, this will be very interesting. They're calling out names here on who's behind this. And it'd be nice one day to finally get who's behind all the shenanigans there. Like I mentioned earlier, the Max uh, the Maxwell Trial Tracker account was shut down on Twitter this week. Actually, shut down. <coughs> now, some of the evidence that came to light on that the rate the, the same day that the account was shut down, it was not because of that video of the Palm um, Palm Beach Police Department's video of going through the Epstein house that he aired. Um, old video footage from 2009 going through that entire mansion. But it was a fact that during the case, the FBI asked for a lot of photos, got the photos, and then investigators found out that the photos were already tagged and identified by the FBI years earlier, meaning they'd already seen this information. This has already been logged into evidence, and they did nothing about it. Now, this was the very last post that the Maxwell trial tracker tweeted, and then it got yanked. Yanked. Very close to watch because that trial tracker was putting out very good information on the trial, not sanitized version that the mainstream media is putting out regarding the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, that they're putting out all the very good, useful information that the public wants to hear. That's why they had more than a half a million followers. Now, word came out December 7th that the Pope is dying. Dying meaning um, someone made the quote, they won't be living past the year 2022. And so he's not doing good. He's in failing health. Um, I'm not too concerned about that. It's very strange that it would make a press release like this, that his health isn't doing good. But the Pope is up to his eyeballs in the shenanigans with the deep state as well. So the fact that they're planting this seed very interesting. Fox News this week was in the news. Their Christmas tree outside of their broadcasting building um, in New York City was torched, caught on fire. The Christmas tree was burned down. Very interesting On to find out who did this, who's behind it, what's the reasoning, what's the rationale behind it. But that did make news for about one day and was quickly recycled back out the revolving door of the news. Their Christmas tree, decorated Christmas tree in front of Fox corporate headquarters was burned down. And once again, that is no accident. Now, the final thing I've got for today, like I said, I got a hoarse voice here dealing with the chest cold. We're going to make this episode a little shorter. It deals with Jesse Smollett once again. During the trial, for those of you following the trial, this got to be pretty comical. The prosecutor was reading texts from Jesse's Smollett's small, uh, phone, smartphone. And Jesse got up and scolded the prosecutor for saying, you can't be using the N-word in a court of law. Please stop using the N-word. The prosecutor says, I'm reading your texts verbatim from your phone that we recovered from the uh, FOIA requests during the discovery of all this going back and forth. You're the one using the N-word. That was actually, um, these are actual texts. Once again, the prosecutor was reading the texts verbatim that were found on Jesse Smollett's phone. And then he has the audacity to scold him for using the N-word in public. Uh, that's how Looney Tunes this uh, Jesse Smollett case is. 
very wild, wacky week. That's all I've got for today. Like I said, quick show. Um, remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. If you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description <coughs> to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to providing you to keep, continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. <coughs> Thank you once again to our donors, our Patreons. I'd like to do a special shout out to Alicia, Reverend Dave, Rudy, Lisa, Andy, Patty, Linda, David, and Dan. Once again, today is December 13th. My name is Dan Hennon. Thanks for listening.